everybody. My name is Kirsten. Woo! Um, and this year I was working in a job that I was drowning in, in like debilitating anxiety and depression. And I felt God's release to leave it at great financial cost, like huge to my family. And it was terrifying, but God just gave me so much peace in it. And there was months and months of like, oh my gosh, what have I done, God? Like, this is going to ruin everything. But God, after months of rejection and over 120 applications that I never got a response from, has now given me like an amazing dream job. And yeah. And I just want to praise God for sustaining me in those times, and I want to encourage anybody who's in that season that God has a plan for you and that he's faithful. Hi, I'm Faith Hunter. This is my friend, Sale. I'm too scared to come up here by myself. Um... Last year has been very difficult for me. I've been struggling in my faith, and I've been dealing with a lot of sadness. My best friend moved away, and I've just been feeling really lonely because I surround myself with friends, and I feel like that's where I get my love. But I went to camp, and there um, I met, or I got to see Jesus' love and peace for me. He gave me the peace that I've been searching for, and the love that I've been searching for, it's been it's amazing. I've been feeling very happy lately. Thank you. Hello, I'm Victoria Culver, and I have two things to share. The first one is that, as some of you know, but some of you don't know, um, my husband and I, we lost our home in the Thomas Fire. And I just want to say that this last eight months, almost nine months, that it's been, um, God has been showing me so many things of his faithfulness. And the very first thing that he showed me was the the day after the fire, uh, when we went up to look at the home that was in just shambles, um, there was a little piggy bank that my grandmother gave me when I was five years old. And I had asked God if there was any way that that could have been spared because it was so special to me. And he spared that piggy bank, a little ceramic <laughs> piggy bank. Okay, so. It's only God could do that because if you saw the pictures, you would see what I mean by that. But every time I look at that piggy bank, I just remember that God knows our hearts. He knows. He knows before anything ever happens. He knows what you're going to need, and he knows your heart. And the other thing that God freed me from just recently, thank you, God, is freedom from the fear of rejection. So, wow, whoo, I am free from that. I lived with that my whole life because I was 
I was rejected by my natural father. And so I lived with that my whole life, that little girl inside of me, and I'm free from it. And thank you, Jesus. Woo! My name is Robin, and um, lately God's been asking me to do things that I don't really want to do, and this is one of them. <laughs> the other thing he recently asked me to do was um, I suffered some trauma when I was 16, and I've had a lot of debilitating anxiety for many years, and I've been on anxiety medication for um, 15 years and I've tried multiple times to get off of it without success um, but recently God told me to stop taking the medication and normally that would be just a you know a cool thing like I should probably stop um, but I'm in the middle of a horrendous divorce and it's not a good time to go off my medication so I struggled with God with that and um, I was here the other night at a Wednesday night meeting, and they prayed for me to be healed. And I've been off of it for a week now with no <laughs> symptoms. God has set me free, and I'm free indeed. <laughs> saying for this past year I feel like I'm supposed to share this story to help anyone that just wants someone to listen um, so it started when I was little probably around three or four um, and make it one minute long I've been through molestation physical mental abuse I've known someone that's committed suicide and I know loss and even though I was probably three or four I feel like God's always been there never left my side gave me an outrageous sense of humor thank you because <laughs> for me laughter is what saves me and for those of you that might know me I cry like at the drop of a hat so I'd much rather laugh but I just feel like I want to come up here if anybody just wants to talk. I'm certainly not a therapist, um, but I want to let you guys know you can make it through. Um, it's not easy. It's not pretty, but with God, we can do anything, right? Right. right. So that's pretty much what I wanted to say. 
Hi, I'm Elisa, and uh, I just want to testify of the faithfulness of God to the generations. And I was thinking, what's happened in the last year? And I go, oh, my grandson was born. And it is amazing, God's miraculous power, as we trust and we receive Jesus, and then we pray for our kids, and then we pray for our grandkids. And not only do I pray for them, but I pray for the generations even beyond that, to the thousandth generation even. And so prayer and intercession and God's faithfulness to me, and I have four sons, and this is just one of my sons who's um, had a son, and um, I just want to testify of God um, and his miraculous intervention in our lives. Those of you who might know my story, it's pretty, it's been difficult on some level, but I just have seen him draw us nearer every day, and it's every day, and praying every day, and um, not only for our kids, but our grandkids and on, so thank you. How's it going, everybody? My name's Elias. A um, couple things. Um, I haven't had a good relationship with my father in about maybe the past like year and a half. Him and my mom are going through a bad divorce after 36, 37 years. And yeah, so it was, it was hard. My dad and I weren't really getting along, and the Lord definitely healed that. So probably about a few months ago, the Lord put it in my heart, forgive him like I forgave you. So, another thing too, um, I had a vision a couple weeks, or probably about a month ago, um, I was sitting in the back praying, and I see this vase that I broke, just millions of pieces, it's hard to put those pieces together, I don't know if you try to super glue just one thing that broke, but a million pieces is hard to have it stay still so it can, the, the glue can set, sit, and so, what happened was, as I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the heck to do, I just see these hands come from behind me like a father and says, just give it to me. I'll fix it. Which, in my mind, I'm thinking, how are you going to fix it? And then I realize it's the Lord speaking to me and speaking to my heart, telling me, like, no matter what you think, and it represented, like, my failures. I always just have this anxiety of just how much of a failure I am. And the Lord is going, give it to me. You'll never be a failure in my eyes. You're saved. You're forgiven for all your mistakes. And just that's what the Lord has been putting in my heart for the past, uh, this pretty much this summer. So, yeah, it's, it's, the Lord has just been faithful in that area. I don't struggle with anxiety attacks like I did uh, ever since that day and, um, and just feeling like a failure. So praise God for that. Hi, my name is Kristen, and um, I'm currently in the worst season of my life. Um, everything that I 
dreamed about when I was a little girl would be my worst fear is coming true. Um, but I can also say that this has been the best season of my life with the Lord. Um, I walked faithfully with the Lord for over 10 years, and um, I've never experienced the freedom that I've experienced in these last few months and um, thought patterns that I had been stuck in that I didn't even know. Um, he's freed me from, and he's shown them to me. And um, the first like few days into the season, I had my first experience with anxiety, and I wasn't sleeping. And um, some girlfriends came over and prayed over my room and my home. And I was able to fall asleep that night in peace. And since then, I've been able to fall asleep peacefully. And that next morning, I woke up and had these worship songs playing in my head and kind of like in a daze, what is this? And the Holy Spirit was just singing over me as I woke up. And um, it's just been the absolute worst season, but the absolute best season. And God um, spoke to me that his yoke is easy and his burden is light and that I just need to rest in him and not do anything in this season but just be with him and um, I can honestly say it has been the most freeing season of my life so Hey guys, I'm Mark. My wife will be here in a second. She's uh, this is Andrea or or Ani. Um, our our testimony uh, is is about God's faithfulness and the incredible treasure that that it is to live every day and every moment with Jesus and the hope and the security that that He brings. 2018 was has been a very unexpected year for us. Back in February. Um, I got word that my sister was in the ICU with a brain tumor that she had no idea she had and her liver was failing and I was driving out there thinking that I'm not going to see her again. Um, praise God, it was, it was benign and she recovered. So many of you guys prayed for her and we're so grateful for that. But our year wasn't over yet. I'm going to turn that over to my wife. <laughs> Um, the hair's growing back from when I shaved it for his sister, my sister-in-law. She had three surgeries. The second one required her head being shaved, so we did that together. Um, but yeah, we just after her third surgery and recovering from that and, and just praising God for how great she's doing, I found a lump and, um, you know, the, the story of then the mammograms and the biopsies and all that stuff. But the Lord... Let me just testify to that whole saying of the peace that passes understanding. I had such peace and such a reminder that my future is secure. That anything that, that can happen to me here, he's, he's got me, he's got my husband, he's got my kids, regardless of um, what those results were going to be. And when I got the phone call saying, you know, all three biopsy tests done, confirmed cancer, and um, I said, okay, I, I was prepared. I, I knew that may be the answer, and the Lord gave, I just can't even 
express the peace there's until you experience it and it's not as actually in the words of my sister-in-law as um she totally gets this it's not that peace of like he's got it he's going to heal me and everything's going to be great and turn out fine but it's that peace that he's got it no matter what it, it may not end the way we want it to um, but we just praise him that results and everything to date have just been beyond what we could have asked for um, they got everything it didn't go into lymph nodes I don't need chemo I don't need radiation that's not the story for everyone but we just gosh God is so faithful so good and a reminder that he can give you that peace regardless of the circumstances so praise him My name is Sophia, I'm in high school, and I just want to say we walked up outside church and a friend was talking to my mom and she's like, oh, it's open mic today, and I was like, oh no, and God was like, oh yes. <laughs> so that's why I'm up here. Um, I wasn't able to go to camp the past time it happened in August because I was at work um, over that Saturday, and God was like, don't worry, I'm going to do something else. And I realized the Sunday after in church we were talking about recently chains and bondage and um, I'd always thought about chains being like a health problem or a sin or all these huge things but God was like shame is a chain too and it's a heavy one <laughs> and that's what I'd been struggling with um, and so that Sunday I let it go and I cried a ton <laughs> um, and he took it from me and I'm free now of shame because Jesus died on the cross and he carried all of that with him when he rose. is like racing and I'm pregnant so I don't want to pass out so that's why she's here I love Shantae um anyways so like about a year and a half ago um the Lord took my husband and I and my family out from a church that we were at for nine years um and that was terrifying because that just meant a brand new season and I don't really enjoy change um and so ever since we've been here um God had put this like word over this new season of my life um of trust and submitting, and I am not the best at submitting, um, but God has been so faithful. Um, this past year and a half has been like the absolute most crazy, um, lowest of lows, highest of highs. Um, he brought my husband out of the deepest depression he's ever had in his life, um, not even from just coming here, but watching the sermons online because he works on Sundays to provide for us. Um, he brought our marriage from the lowest of lows to totally restoring it to now that we're having a baby in December. Um, yeah. Um, he's totally, um, totally has just been speaking over me and fears that I've had. And I've had this reoccurring dream for like about five years of being attacked um, from the enemy. And he reminded me that our voices are powerful and that when we proclaim his goodness over our lives, um, his light is better than greater than any darkness. And I have not had that dream ever since. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> um, and he's shown me that, like, I don't need to be, because I was a worship leader for seven years, I don't need to be 
um, just up here being used in that sense, but also I could be poured into and filled into um, being down there and in the congregation, and it has been the most fruitful season of my life, and I'm so thankful. And just last thing, last Sunday, it was really cool. I was getting prayer from my friend Katie, and she was like, listen, I feel like what God is doing in your life, he's doing in the congregation. And in that moment, she was like, I feel like he wants you to sing and dance. And when she said that, we started that Holy Spirit conga line, guys. So let me just proclaim, God is still changing in my life, so he's still changing in your lives. Because if that's the truth, then that's the truth for everyone in here. So thank you, guys. He's good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shantae. Um, I spoke a few months ago about living with debilitating anxiety, fear, and depression, and I just want to give all praise to God that this past year has been so good. I'm still eating all the gluten my heart could desire, um, and I just want to praise God because I don't suffer from anxiety, fear, or depression anymore. So if you're battling that, give it to God, and he will provide. Tiffany. Um, it's really hard for me to come up here, but I've been going to this church on and off for about five years uh, since my littlest was a baby. And this is the first week that my stepson has come with me. I have a large family, about five kids, and I've been faithful to the Lord. I always pray. I always seek him. And this year has been the first year my son, one of my sons is five years old. And this year is the first year I've really seen him and his faith through Jesus. He comes to me. He just started kindergarten this year. He says, Mom, before I go to school, can we pray? Or I had a bad dream. Can we pray? He is so faithful in God, which has restored my faith in God and given me the strength to know that everything is going to be okay. So if my five-year-old son can feel the grace and goodness of God, then anyone can feel the grace and goodness of God, and I just want to thank him for that. Hi guys, my name's Sarah. Um, a year ago in July, my boyfriend uh, brought me to reality for the first time. I just moved here, um, and I didn't even recognize the person in the mirror who I was. And even the last year, I still struggled with giving up control and letting God take over in my life. And a couple weeks ago, Dom did a sermon, and he said, anybody who has fear, anxiety, stand up and we'll pray for you. And I've never done anything like that. And I stood up, and everybody put their hands on me. And I was overcome with a feeling that I have never experienced before. And since that day, I just let him, you know, Jesus take the wheel, and I, I trust him, and things are falling into place, and I'm so happy, and I have all the things I need, and, and just trust him fully. So anybody who is afraid to take that step or that leap, just do it. You know, it, it'll feel so good, and you won't regret it at all. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Jetsy. I'm up here now and I'm like, 
what am I doing? <laughs> oh, well, giving God praise is what I've been wanting to do for some time because, um, well, first of all, I'm a single mom, uh, three years, and I haven't taken a step towards court custody because of the anxiety and fear that came with it. And the anxiety was just bad. But God just told me to just go for it and that he would see, that I would see his power in it. So recently, about a month ago, I started the process. And yeah, I was afraid of the lies that this person would say because to be honest, they have nothing on me, honestly. But either way, I was afraid that they would try to back themselves up with, with lies, which I was correct because when it came down to it, uh, it was just kind of like lie after lie. Um, but just right then and there, God, he moved in such an amazing way. He, he used that person himself to expose himself as a liar. Like, my enemies was exposed as a liar. And it was just like, I was like, really? That's really clever, God. Like, thank you. Um, and I was also freed from my anxiety. I, I, I was freed from, from my fear because God just, he's been proving himself so much to me. Like, he's been having my back with constant situations that just keep like arising in my life and and I just remembered how like when God was ascending to the heavens after he rose from the dead he told us that that he leaves his peace with us so like his peace is here like whether you feel peace or not like it's here it's like at hands reach a, a prayer's reach and that's what I've discovered lately and I really like after that situation happened, after the court hearing, I, I really wanted to give God praise for it. And I, I think the, the biggest thing I could do was just post about it on Facebook. So now that I saw this open mic opportunity, I was just like, yes, like, like this, is, this is my chance. Um, but um, yeah, um, let me just show you guys, let me read to you guys this verse that was exactly what came to life for me in this uh, court situation. It's Proverbs 12, 19, and it says, truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. And believe me, my truthful words that I've been trying to convince this person about are still standing the test of time. But recently, the lies that were just lie after lie have been exposed. They were exposed really fast, actually. So, I mean, God's faithful. He's been so faithful to me, and he's, he's been proving himself to me and constantly in many ways, and I literally cannot even doubt anything that comes from the Lord now. So, Hi, my name is Nancy. Um, some of you know me. Um, in life, I'm pretty fearless. Um, but in church, not quite as much. And I've, when we first came to reality, I was a greeter, and that was natural for me. I could 
say hi to people coming in. And, um, but then I became um, a leader in the women's uh, group. And um, since I became a believer maybe 20 years ago, so it was when I was an adult, um, I've always felt like I'm not as good as those people that have been Christians their whole life. <laughs> and I don't pray as well, and I don't, I'm not as faithful. And um, a lot of those lies, like the previous person said, I'm going through my head. And so um, that was a struggle for me, but I had a great partner, and, and you know, we did the women's group. And then, man, they asked me to be on the prayer team. <laughs> And I knew that God was telling me to do that, and I knew that I didn't have what it took to do that. And so I was one of those blubbering people last week up here. Um, somebody actually um, came up to me and said, is there something wrong? And then, you know, I just lost it. And I know that God, I love this song. My confidence is not in my faithfulness, but in his. Um, I don't have to pray perfectly. I don't have to have all the answers but I just need to be, faith, um, be confident in his faithfulness. And um, it's the last two weeks, actually, um, when they, Dom said, you know, stand up. Uh, I didn't stand up because I didn't want anyone to know um, that I was struggling with. So last week was great. Um, I know that he will continue in his faithfulness. So. My name is Susie, and um, this year the Lord has delivered me from a lifetime of just emptiness, feeling dark, and feeling unworthy and unloved, um, has stemmed from a broken upbringing as a child. I've loved him for many years, but I haven't really felt or embraced um, that love, and this year he has shown and told me that I'm not defective and that I am worthy and that I am holy um, through his eyes. And so that oppression that I've been carrying for so many decades just is gone. And I just want to share with everybody that, you know, if you're feeling that hopelessness, darkness, oppression, just continue on giving it to the Lord. He will heal, and he has healed, and I don't carry that anymore. So I'm free, and he's taken off those chains, and um, it's because he loves, and he loves me, so I just want to share that. Hello, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Carly. Uh, God has just been so good over the past year. He has revealed that there are six walls in my life that needed to be broken. And so two of those walls, one of them actually broke this morning. I saw a vision of the dam just breaking and water flowing through and just saying free. And so one of those walls that has been broken was the wall of trust. I have been dealing with trust issues, not only with people, but with God because I'm like okay I trust you but yet I don't 
And so God's like, it's okay, I got this. I can, I, I can trust, you can trust me. And so the last wall, the second wall that broke down just this morning as I was worshiping was being discontent and being single because I've always struggled with that for years. Like, oh, you know, I'm one of the older ones. I should be in a relationship by now. But God has shown me, no, I have your Prince Charming. He is here. I know who he is. But you are not to have him until you are ready. So I just wanted to share that God has broke those two walls down so far for me. is Rachel um, and this is a lot scarier than it is down there <laughs> um, yeah so I'm in process right now and I'm in the testimony and it's not done yet so I'm kind of I was nervous to come up here because it's not like some big finished thing but um, I just felt the tug that I needed to share what God's doing and my friend Katie as, a, as soon as I walked up, she's like, yeah, I texted you that this is happening. <laughs> um, so as far back as I can remember in my family, we have a history of just dysfunction and mental illness. And that's something that I've carried with me through adolescence. And um, the Lord has walked with me through it. And um, a few years ago, I moved from Arizona to California, to Ventura, um, and literally every horrible, worst thing that I could ever imagine happened to me in my first year out here, and mentally, emotionally, I just completely broke down, and by the end of that year, I was just done, and I attempted suicide, and I survived by the grace of God, um, and since then, it's been just crawling and surviving. I haven't really been able to feel God's presence or his peace. Um, I haven't really been able to read the word and experience God's presence. I've been trying to be as faithful as I can to read the word and to journal and um, do the work that I need to do for my mental health. And um, and so it's it's been a journey, but the beginning of this year was marked with a huge blessing when my best friend of four years asked me to be his girlfriend, and this is the man that I thought that I was supposed to marry, and our relationship started in prayer and started in worship, and it was really great, and then within two months, um, I started dealing with severe physical hip and sacrum injury, and could barely walk or get out of bed some days, and then um, shortly after that, my car died and I didn't have a vehicle and I was having trouble with finances because of the treatment um, for all of the health issues that I was dealing with. And, um, and my boyfriend was awesome and he gave me his car to use and we were sharing a car, um, but the depression has just slowly deteriorated our relationship and um, around June, July, I was just praying and asking God, like, 
Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to break up with them. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't have a way to get anywhere. So I guess if you think the relationship's supposed to end, then you're going to have to give me a car because there's right now I, I can't do anything. And he's an awesome man, so I don't, I don't want to say anything like, yeah, he's awesome and he would write, sign the car over to my name in a heartbeat. But um, within two weeks of that happening, or within two weeks of that prayer, a couple in my community group, um, I told them that I needed prayer for some vague stuff and for not having a car. And after a group, they're like, we have a car that we want to give you. <laughs> and um, it took a few weeks to get it because not only did they want to give me the car, they wanted to get it completely detailed and pay for the registration for two years. Um, so there's this this process of kind of feeling things happening and feeling the Lord working on my heart, but being really resistant and me arguing, saying like, okay, well, you know, like it's a blessing and uh, you're going to work all things out, so I don't have to worry about any of it. But literally um, the day after I got the car, he broke up with me and I tail spun, spun into such a horrible depression that I I had my plan, I knew what I was gonna do, and this was on a Wednesday. I barely survived Thursday and Friday with no sleep. I have cried harder than I've ever cried in my life. I felt completely alone and abandoned, And um, but I had so many meetings lined up those next couple of days, I would have felt horrible to cancel them. And um, and then Friday, I don't, I don't even know how I made it through those two days, but Friday night I went to bed, Saturday morning. I woke up at four and I just felt like the, the Lord was telling me to get up, to get in the word. Um, sorry, I know I'm going long, trying. Um, to get up, get in the word. Um, and I was able to read the word and just feel his presence with me and feel his peace, and feel his goodness, and feel encouraged that um, even though I'm going through this thing, even though I'm feeling these feelings, that my confidence is not in my feelings, my hope is not in my feelings. Um, and then the next day was Sunday morning, Dominic was preaching on um, healing from fear and anxiety, and I stepped forward feeling like I needed to ask for healing over um, all of my mental illness, all of these issues that I've been dealing with, everything connected from childhood to now. And um, Katie prayed with me, and um, just something awesome happened then. And it's not over. The depression's not gone. But something that has been healed in me is my faith and my ability to just fellowship with the Holy Spirit again. And that is not of me, because I want to run. So I'm really thankful, and yeah, God is faithful.
Uh, I'm Ruby, and uh, I was struggling to come up here. Um, but I think Dom shared my story last week. But um, I've struggled with depression and anxiety for 17 years. And um, this past year, I've been praying. And in my mind, I was like, why? Why? Like, how come this burden of sadness or or this fear is here for 17 years, knowing that, knowing the God that I know, why hasn't he broken down these walls yet? And a few weeks ago, I went to my therapist and she said, oh, well, I'm gonna talk to your psychiatrist. I think you need more medication. And I've been on medication for 17 years of my life. And um, I was just, I was devastated when she told me that because in my mind, this past year, I was like, God, I know you're, there's, there has to be a breakthrough. Like knowing the God that I know, like there has to be. And so I called my friend Roxanne and I was like, Roxanne, I don't know what to do. Like. I don't know, like, I don't want to take medication. I don't want to be on meds. Like, it's been 17 years. Like, nothing's working. Like, you know, the psychiatrist says that when I'm off of medication, I'm, I'm not able to function, which is true. And on August 19th, Billy was giving a sermon about the gift of healing. And in the second set of worship, there was just something that was, you. I felt like I was like, you can't get out of here without getting prayer. And for me, was that, that was just a big step because I'm like, I'm not about to go tell somebody my personal things. So no, God, I'm not going to. But man, God, God just moves. And I, the last song, I was like, okay, I can't leave without getting prayer. So I did. And the lady praying for me, she prayed for me, and she told me that Jesus had took me out of the mud. And um, then this other man came and prayed, and he said that he saw walls built around me, and that I was stuck there, that I was alone and broken. And he said that he saw them, he saw them explode. And as soon as he said that, I felt like something had let go of me and it was just this thing of this is what joy feels <laughs> like i didn't know that it could be so beautiful it's so sweet and i mean i've been going to church since i was little and i just never experienced the joy that i felt that day and that monday i just felt like god saying you don't need medication and so I went off of it, saw my therapist, my psychiatrist, and they were what happened. And last week, my therapist was like, there's no point of you coming back. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I just want to say that if you're still waiting for your breakthrough, don't give up because God's going to bring it to you guys.
Hi guys, um, my name is James. For the longest time I've struggled with believing in God, but feeling like I just wanted my sin more than God. Um, and just being in church and feeling like, what is wrong with me? Like, what, what do I not have that everyone else has? What is, am I just not meant to be saved? Like, what is wrong with me? And even if I couldn't see it in the time, just over this past year, I felt like God has just been changing my heart. And if anyone else feels the way I felt, just know that God can change anyone's heart and can save anyone. And yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> Hey, this is, this is who God is, right? This is just 30 short little stories of, of who God is, the kind of God that he is, the kind of stuff that he does. And so we're going to sing one more song. But before we do that, um, first of all, if you're getting baptized, now is the time for you to get up, go out to the lobby, meet Billy. But uh, and on, if you didn't bring trunks or a bathing suit, that's cool. You can go in your clothes. It's warm. We got towels. Don't let what you're wearing prevent you from being baptized today if today's the day for you to be baptized. But before we leave and before we sing this last song, I just want to give an opportunity if there's anybody here who's hearing that stuff today and you're like, dude, I'm, I'm still waiting. Like, I, 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 need, I need God to move in my life. I need God to be that in my life. Um, or I, I desire God to be that in my life. And maybe it's today you realize, dude, I am a sinner separated from God, and I was born to have relationship with God. Today's the day. Today's the day that you put your faith and trust in Jesus, and he comes in and lives inside of you and makes your dead spirit alive. Today's the day. Some of you guys still bound up and trapped in fear and anxiety or some physical ailment or some relational thing that just you can't get through, and there's deep, deep roots, and you're like, I can't, I keep growing the same fruit. I keep growing the same fruit in my life. Every relationship still grows the same fruit. My thought patterns still grow the same fruit. And you need, you need that to be uprooted. And you need, you need a new tree to be planted. Uh, we want to pray for you. So whatever it is, if you need God to touch you before we sing this last song, I just want to ask you to stand right now. I don't know if there's anybody in here like that. I want you to ask you to stand and I want to pray for you. Is there anybody in here like that? Cool. Awesome. Go ahead and stand up. Yep. Is anybody in here who needs a touch from God today? Go ahead and stand up right now. Okay, go ahead and stand up. Yep. Okay, here's what we're going to do. This is a little crazy. But I'm going to ask you to come down to these carpets in a second. And we're going to sanctify these carpets to pray for you right now. So uh, if you want prayer, if you need to be delivered, there's something about taking a step. There's something about taking a step that says, all right, I, I'm surrendering. All right, I need you, Lord. All right, I'm acknowledging there's something wrong. And so if that's you, you're standing right now. Get through the aisles. People will let you by. Come to the front of the stage. Prayer team, come forward right now too. Community group leaders, come forward with these people. We'll come lay hands on them. Come on, you guys can crowd into the middle here. Good. Prayer team, just join around, come around, put a hand on somebody, community group leaders, worship team, come put a hand on these who are here gathered. Everybody have a hand on. If you see somebody around you who doesn't have a hand on them, put your hand on the shoulder. Even if you came up to get prayer, just put your hand on somebody. Yep. 
Okay, I'm just going to pray. For anybody on this carpet right now, I think God wants to meet you right here, right here in this place. I'm going to pray for you. He knows exactly what you need. Lord, you see every man, woman, child that is standing at this stage right now. And before they stood up, before they acknowledged it, before they knew how to call it what it was, you knew exactly what they needed. And right now, you know exactly what they need. And so if it is salvation, you know. If it is a broken relationship, you know. If it is deep depression, you know. If it's anxiety, you know. If it's somebody feeling they're, or they're in bondage or they're in some kind of stuckness, you know. If there's some kind of physical, psychological, emotional healing that needs to play, take place, you know. Whatever it is, you know. You know, if it's a lifetime of hurt, if it's shame and condemnation and weight and heaviness, you know what that is, Lord. You know. You see every single one of their hearts. You know right now. And so as we lay hands on one another, and even as I just extend my hands out to them, ask Holy Spirit that you would come and that you would move in their lives and that you, by all of your goodness, by all of your power, in all of your love, in all of your kindness, in all of your grace, that you would pour out, that you would give unto each one of these as they need. Some have come here and they're like, I don't even know what I need. I, I don't know how to say it. I just know that I need God. Lord, right now that you would meet them, that you would meet them, that you would save, redeem, heal, break free, resurrect things that are sleeping and dead. Come, Lord, come. We say you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. You're the same God who worked in all these people's lives. You're the same God who's working now. We ask that you would come and do that right now in Jesus' name.